0: Shine, 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 shine. shine, shine. Hi, everyone. I hope you're all shining bright. We're going to shine it up. Welcome to the Shine It Up podcast with me, Jackie Gillies. Come join me on this journey as we unpack the Real Housewives of Melbourne, deep dive into all things that I do, spirituality, manifestation, self-empowerment, and being a psychic medium. And I'll chat to some friends along the way. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of my Shined Up podcast. I'm being really quiet because I'm literally sitting here in hospital from my bed with the twins next to me. You might hear them stirring in a minute, so I'm trying to be really, really quiet. This is the most exciting episode I think I will ever, ever record. Oh my god! You all know now from the first episode of Real Housewives of Melbourne. This season and from my earlier podcast episodes, the journey that we went through to get to where we are today, we are so excited and completely in love with our babies who have arrived into the world, oh my God, and who arrived on Friday. I'm being so quiet because I'm looking over at my little twins and they're like just looking over at me and I'm just want to go over there and kiss their little chubby cheeks. Oh my God. Anyway, let's get moving. So I'm so excited to tell you every little detail about when we first met our precious little babies. But before that, let's talk about Sunday's episode of Real Housewives of Melbourne. Episode two, let's get it moving. Soak bar. So I had organized a soak day for all the ladies to get some pampering and I really wanted the ladies to get to know one another, try and develop a little bit of a deeper bond and just kind of relax and hang out because I surely needed it after everything that I've been going through emotionally and physically with falling pregnant, IVF journey. So Get all dressed up. Got my boots on. Got my little black frock on. Got my hair done. Got my makeup done. And I'm sitting at soak bar. Everybody's enjoying a champagne or a cocktail. And I actually did present them with a beautiful gift: some Frank Bod beautiful products that are absolutely glorious. I love Frank Bod products. If you haven't tried them, you guys need to give that a crack. It's the most organic, beautiful creams and coffee scrubs. So everything was really going really, really well. And then all of a sudden a thing came up about a text message that Cherry had received from Kyla. Now, Cherry had received a text message from Kyla saying that she had to lift up her fashion game. (laughs) And Cherry had showed Janet and Gamble this text message. And then Janet thought she'd come over and have a conversation with Kyla saying, I don't think it was nice or appropriate for you to tell your friends that they should lift their fashion game up. And here we are. I'm enjoying myself. And then all of a sudden it turns into a, I never said this. Kyla says she never wrote that. Janet says she saw the text. But Cherry had actually shown Gamble and Janet the text. So it's like, and you can clearly see me say, let's call a spade of a spade. Did Kyla say or somebody say the outfit looked naff? And Cherry says yes. So there clearly was a text message sent to Cherry and, And this kicks off the first argument between Janet and Kyla. Where are we going to go from here? Well, they've made up for the moment, but I don't know how long they've made up for because it's a he said, she said type of situation now, Kyla's saying. And Janet's standing in her truth and saying she saw the message with Gamble from Cherry. So what am I thinking at this point? I'm thinking... I'm watching all of you women have this beautiful, nice drink, and I'm sitting here having a mocktail, listening to you all carrying on about a bloody text message. So there was something I had to get off my chest. I really wanted the other ladies to know something about myself that was quite deep and something that I hadn't shared with the ladies, and that was that I had suffered a miscarriage, hence why. I was very private about my IVF journey in the beginning, but why I wanted to talk about it now was so the other ladies and I could have some kind of relatability when it came to pregnancy, and I actually wanted to share something that was really private so they could see and understand me on a different level and I felt that that moment was a nice moment to share my experience and what had happened that you didn't see on the camera is that some of the other ladies had opened up about their experiences about pregnancy and infertility and what they had actually gone through themselves. So it actually did bring us closer together. I was actually really happy that I did share that moment with the ladies. The next scene that I was really looking forward to was actually going to Kyla's event because Kyla is very passionate about her champagne and Gamble always makes me laugh. Here we are, Gamble's getting ready for the art show that she's holding in the memory of her father. But classic Gamble style says to the framer, have you ever framed vaginas? I was in stitches, like literally. I was just like dying with laughter, and I'm thinking, Gamble, if anybody can get away with that comment, it's definitely you, girl. You can always rely on Gamble to bring the comedy. So when the scene comes up with Ben and I at the bar, and I'm having a mocktail with my gorgeous man. I'll tell you what I was really nervous about. I was really nervous about telling Ben that two of my embryos had actually stuck because what people don't know is when I had my miscarriage, I had two embryos put in. One fell away and one stuck. The one that stuck was the one that I had the miscarriage with. So when I was told that both of them stuck, it's almost like, oh my God, this is really happening. But I was still... Deathly scared because I've still got another 12 week mark, which I'm not even close to yet at. And I have to also keep myself in a positive frame of mind because you have that fear of is this going to hold? Is it going to stick? Am I going to be okay? But I was also going, Oh my God, they're twins and they have stuck. And I just want to make sure that nothing goes wrong and everything goes to plan. But I'll tell you what I was most nervous about how Ben was going to react to, Oh my God, us having twins but the look on Ben's face when I told him it was so beautiful I could see his happiness but I could also see like we're, we're gonna have twins Jackie how like how are we gonna cope so you know I feel like it was it was a it was a moment of excitement but also a moment of still having a bit of fear and doubt that everything will work out the way it should and can you hear the the little babies, they were just like my little babies. Let's just get straight to it. The Champagne Masterclass. Listen, I was actually really excited to go to the Champagne Masterclass because I know Kyle is very passionate about champagne, but I've never seen her in her element. So when I rocked in to the event, Kyle looked gorgeous. She was ready to rock and roll. But for me, I was like, everybody gets to drink and I just got to sit around and listen to all this sober. So I was actually very jelly welly at this moment, thinking everyone's drinking, everyone's living their best lives at the moment, and I am going to now have to watch everyone drink some beautiful champagne and, um, you know, listen to every... Oh, they're my little babies in the background. <laughs> oh, my God. But um listen to everybody, listen to Kyla talk about champagne. So was I in the mood for it? I was excited to be at the event and see Kyla in an element, but... I was like, you know, a part of me was like bored because I couldn't drink. And I had FOMO, fear of missing out. So I just sat there and had to listen for hours and hours and hours with no alcohol. <laughs> Which, by the way, I mean, it's all worth it in the end because look what I have, my two little beautiful babies. That was that. But I'll tell you what the pocket rocket was. Angelie when she walked in, she was shining up. Mummy, daddy, I love that accent. She came in, she made a swell, and oh my boy, did she make a swell with Gamble? I mean, I really did not expect Angelie and Gamble to get into it straight away. Hmm. That was very, very interesting. And I certainly don't believe that Gamble said to anybody that she wants somebody to help her gang up on somebody. And then Angelie threw a bit of shade at me, girl. Well, The angels and you being psychic, and I should have known whether or not it was true or not. Well, my truth is I don't believe that was ever said. Just saying. But in saying that, I believe that Angelie made a beautiful entrance. She shined on in and I actually got along with Angelie really well. Time will tell how that all works on out. Guys, I hope you enjoyed The Housewives this week. It's a very short one for me because like I said, I'm sitting in my hospital bed just a couple of days in from giving just giving birth to my beautiful little newborns. So this is a very quick little recap of The Real Housewives of Melbourne. You'll have to keep watching. There is so much more that's going to happen in the upcoming episodes. Oh, my God. And um, what else? I will say I did like my hair and makeup in this episode. Thank you, Gabrielle and Kyla. I think my hair looks good. And, yes, my boobs did look big, Kyla. I will agree with you there. My boobs look massive. So the night before me going in for a C-section, I had a cesarean. So Friday morning, I was giving birth to my newborns, but Thursday night, the night before me going into hospital to give birth to my newborns, I have to say, freaking out, freaking out, anxiety, thinking, oh my God, am I going to be a good mother? Grieving my old life. Oh my God, I can't give them back. This is really, really happening. Have I got everything ready for the babies? Do I have enough outfits? Do I have all the things that I need, all the essential items? Oh my God, what happens if I do this wrong or do that wrong? All these things were running, all these thoughts were running through my mind. I kept overthinking. I was like, oh my God, this is it. I'm going to be a mother. I can't give them back. I mean, where am i am going to give them back to? <laughs> like, There is no more time. This is it. This is happening. Tomorrow I'm giving birth. I didn't sleep a wink. Even when I try to go to sleep, I just kept talking to the universe, talking to my angels, talking to them about being a mother, putting my children under divine protection, thinking about Ben, thinking about, oh my God, how is this going to impact our lives? All these random thoughts were running through my mind. And then the alarm clock goes off. When I get up, I've got my bag packed and I'm freaking out. I get in the shower. I go for a shower. I'm like, "Oh my god, this is happening! I am going to become a mother in the next few hours." So 4 a.m. I get up. I have to be at the hospital by 5 a.m. Get to the hospital. They're welcoming me. They're like, "We're waiting for you, Jackie and Ben." And I'm like sitting there, looking around the room, preparing myself, getting myself in my gown. Ben's getting himself in his scrubs. I'm freaking out, telling everybody how nervous I am, and. I don't know. And then I get a bit emotional. I even get emotional driving over to the hospital and Ben's like, you're right. Then there was this like awkward silence. I didn't know what to say or do. Then I'm like, what happens if something happens to me? What happens if something happens to the babies? Am I going to be okay? Oh, like think every thought I thought at times 10. Trust me. And then. I thought I've just got to give into the process. Said a little prayer, talk to God, talk to the angels, talk to spirit world. And then they put me in a wheelchair and said, Jackie, we're wheeling you over. And I'm like, wheeling me over to where? (laughs) And they're like, Well, to the room, Ob's room, which is an observation room where they, you know, prepare you for surgery. And I've got my playlist, by the way, and mate. I've got R&B, we've got some Talking Heads, we've got some Led Zeppelin songs, we've got some um, Ben Gillies music, I've got some Shaka Khan in there, I've got some Dr. Pressure. I've got Return of the Mac, got some David Bowie in there, like it's all happening. And I have to tell you, I literally walked into the operating theater room, can you believe that? Then they say, we're going to give you a spinal block and I had the best <laughs> and their thesis and his name was Gary. And he just made me laugh. And my gorgeous IVF doctor, Dr. Sue Winspey, she's there. Then I had all these other nurses because I'm high risk and they're twins. There's a lot more people in the operating theater room. And I'm like going, holy shit, there's so many people in this room. Like, my God. And then when I get the block, they put the block in and he goes a couple of times. And then he goes give me the good stuff, Jackie. You're going to start to feel your, then my legs, listen, then my legs start shaking, right? My legs are shaking like fast. And I'm like going, what the hell's going on? And he's like, it's all right. It's all going to be good. And then I lay on the bed and he goes, you're going to start to feel your body warm up from your toes and it's going to creep up. And then he's got this ice balloon this is. Can you feel that? Can you feel that? And I'm like. I still feel some in my body, my legs. Oh my god! You're not going to cut me open. I'm not going to feel anything. Am I? i oh, freaking out. I'm freaking out, thinking. Oh my god! I'm going to feel them cutting me open. I'm going to feel them rummaging around in my stomach. I had all the thoughts that are the most weirdest out there thoughts, but I thought them all. I felt like. Oh my god! I've got to go to the toilet, even though I couldn't move. And It was all in my head. So I'm laying there. And then all of a sudden. I can see in the mirrored light. I said, oh, I can see up there. And they said, Jackie, we're putting, this is me. i like, I can see up there, Dr. Sue is being carried. I don't want to see any of that um, bloody antiseptic or whatever you're putting on my stomach. Because I didn't want to know anything, by the way. I didn't want to know anything because once I know things, then I start overthinking. And they said, no, the screen's coming up because I could see a little bit of my reflection in the light. I'm like freaking out. And then Ben is the best support. He's got his scrubs on. He's got his hairnet. He's holding my hand. I'm like going, this is about to happen. Then they're like, Jackie, going to feel some pressure. And I felt like somebody's rummaging around me, inside me going, oh my God, this is so freaking weird, man. Somebody is in my stomach rummaging around, pushing up and down. And then all of a sudden- as Gary's talking to me, my anesthetist and some of the nurses that work with Gary and with my IVF doctor, they're all they're all sitting there like talking to me. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not really talking to anyone. I'm kind of still freaking out and Ben's holding my shoulder. And then all of a sudden they're like, look, look, look at your baby. So I'm not looking. I don't want to look. I'm oh, no, no, it's weeding me out. It's weeding me out. I don't want to look. They're like, look at your baby. And I'm like, no, no, is it there? And then I'm like, I'm in shock horror. I didn't want to look at my baby because I don't know what the hell was going through my mind, but I was freaking out. Then all of a sudden, I see this baby, and then a minute later, I see another baby. And I'm like, who's are they? And then I realized they're mine. And then they put skin on skin. They put them on me, and I'm like looking at this thing, looking at me, and I'm going, this is weird. This is so weird. I cannot believe these are mine. And I'm just staring at them going, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. And it still hasn't hit me yet that I have my babies on my chest and Ben's holding them and he's smiling and he's Ben's tearing up and he's so happy. And I'm just sitting there going, is this really happening? I'm in shock horror. And then when I took a moment that, oh, there my little papa bees in the background, my little babies. When I took a moment and breathed in, breathed out, ben song, breathe in, just breathe in, just breathe out, one of his lyrics, I realized that I'm a mother. And then all the medication that I was given, then I was kind of wheeled out. I just felt like I just wanted to sleep. I couldn't keep my eyes open. And then they start talking about breastfeeding. And then this is what, do you want to do this? And do you want to do that? And I was just like, oh my God, like what is going on? And Ben's there with me and he's holding the babies. God, he's beautiful. I was still like going, I'm a mother and I've got these babies and I can hardly keep my bloody eyes open. Oh my God. And then some of the ladies, That I knew from my IVF collections are like, Jackie, congratulations through the curtains, and I'm like sitting here going zonked out, going this is really happening. Like I have my babies, these are it. Like look how gorgeous they are. So all of that was just it felt like it it all happened in a blink of a bloody eye, really that quickly. And then as I'm laying there, I'm like I said I can't keep my eyes open. I've got to go to sleep, but I wanted to see my babies, but I couldn't keep my eyes open. So. Then they wheel me up to my room about an hour later and, um, and I have to say, I think again, I'm still processing that I'm a mother and I've just given birth. It still hadn't registered. It's registered, but not really. Ben's just showing me the babies and he's cuddling them and kissing them. And Ben is absolutely besotted. And for me, I'm just sitting here going, Oh, like what am I going to do with these babies? Like, what do I do now? This is how I'm thinking. Oh my God. And then the midwives come in and they start talking to me about the babies. Have you got names for the babies? I'm like, nope, we don't have names for the babies. So one day in, there's no names. Two days in, there's still no names. Day three, we've got one name. We're still thinking about the other name. We, <laughs> some sitting here still in shock land. Then they say, do you want to breastfeed? And I'm like, Oh my god, I would have no idea how to breastfeed. What am I going to do here? Let's give this a crack. And then I'll give it a crack. Oh my god, breastfeeding is one of the hardest things ever. I mean, hats off to the women out there that it was easy for. It ain't easy for me, girl. And I'm looking at these babies and I'm trying to breastfeed and I'm trying to breast pump and it's everything's new and then I'm in pain because of the C-section. Can hardly get out of the bloody bed. Have to get Ben to help me get to the toilet. Have to get Ben to help me bloody shower. I'm looking at these babies going, oh my God, they're so cute. And then I'm thinking, are they actually mine? And I'm saying to Ben, I don't think they're mine. They don't look like me. They look more like you. How come they don't look like me? And so again, all these random thoughts are coming through my mind. We're not allowed to have visitors because of COVID. And day three, and I'm still like freaking out that I'm a mother and as I'm looking at these beautiful little cherubs. So all in all, I think I still haven't processed. I mean, I've processed I've had these beautiful babies. I think that because I haven't gone home yet and I'm still here and I'm getting all the help with all the wonderful staff here at the hospital they have been so amazing, I'm like going, I don't know how to breastfeed properly yet. I'm still working that out. My milk's still coming. Oh, my God. This and that about the colostrum. Like, what is going on? I don't even know if I'm doing this right. Oh, my God. So, it's still a head spin, man. I'm still sitting here going, this is really happening. Like, I have two babies that I now have to look after for the rest of my life, which I'm so excited about, but I'm still freaking freaking out about. But it is the most joyous love I've ever felt. It's this unconditional love and I can hear them in the little background as I look at them and sing, Ben, oh my God. And listen, again, Or I take my hats off for all the women out there that were so calm, cool, collected because this chicken wasn't me calm, cool collectors out the damn window, man. I was like thinking about my old school life. I was grieving that. I was thinking, can I give them back? And then this is even before I've even had them. So all these thoughts running through my head. And then Ben gives me the biggest kiss. He says, you were so good, Jackie. So having my gorgeous man next to me, supporting everything that I do and listen." I'm still struggling with this breastfeeding. I'm still trying to get to learn everything and it will take a while and I've just got to give into the process and do what works for me and what works best for our babies. Oh, and by the way, all the women out there that have had C-sections or even natural births, how thirsty do you get when you breastfeed? Oh my God. I'm like going, Jesus, and my boobs. I'm like, I already got big boobs as we already know, but they've just like bloody ballooned up like next level. God, us women can do amazing things, can't we? We can actually have babies and make babies. And I have to say, this is one of the happiest, happiest days of my life, meeting my babies for the first time that looks so beautiful. Oh my God. I mean, everybody says their own children look beautiful, but um they really are gorgeous. So if you guys want to know the gender of the babies, you're going to have to keep watching The Real Housewives of Melbourne because guess what? I reveal the gender on The Real Housewives of Melbourne. And guys, if you want to know the names of my gorgeous little angels, you have to keep listening to my podcast because I will be revealing the names of my little babies in the next few episodes on the podcast, shine it up, underscore with Jackie Gillies, I'm just loving this podcast. You know, I'm just, I feel like I'm just connected to each and every one of you. Please leave a review, rate and review and tell me your thoughts. Oh, and another thing. What about when your baby first does a shit and it's all black and tarry? Oh my God. Can I just say, when I saw that, Ben was so good. He got in there and he changed that nappy like a true champion. Ben is the winner of the father award. Yeah. So guys, I want to thank every one of you for all your beautiful messages of support and love since we announced the arrival of our babies. Hopefully I have covered all your questions in my birth story, but please keep any questions through and I will answer anything that I miss next week. Thank you all so much. I will see you back here next week for my chat with my friend, Joel Creasy, and I'll give you an update on how me and the little babies are going. Oh my God, I still can't believe it. I am a mother. It's so weird to say I'm a mum. I'm a mum. Oh my God, holy shit, I'm a mum. Anyway, sending you all love and blessings. Love yous. We're going to shine it up. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode of the Shine It Up podcast with me, Jackie Gillies. If you enjoyed this episode, Hit subscribe and rate and review, which helps others find the podcast. For more, follow me on Instagram at Jackie Gillies TV and the podcast at Shine It Up underscore with Jackie Gillies. Shine It Up is proudly a part of the ACAST Creator Network. Special thanks to Rode Microphones for powering this episode. And I will see you all next week.